Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Uh, get you down thither, and buy for us from thence, that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob did not send with his brethren, for he said, Lest peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine that was in the land for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Joseph was the governor over all the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange to them, and spake roughly unto them. He said to them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. <clears throat> and Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said to them, You are spies to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said to him, No, my lord, but to buy food are your servants come. We are all one man's sons, and we are true men. Your servants are no spies. And he said to them, No, but to see the nakedness of the land are you come. And they said, Your servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. Behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said to them, That is it that I spake to you, saying, You are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh you shall not go forth from you shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. And he put them all together in the war three days. Okay. Well, this famine affects the land of Canaan as well. Jacob and his family are hungry. And so what does Jacob decide to do? Yes, he sends the boys. These are not like young boys. <laughs> How old is Joseph by now? 30. No, older, like 37. 37 minimum. And he is, I think, the youngest except for Benjamin. So these boys are 37 plus. <laughs> but he sends the sons to get grain, to buy grain. I mean, he's heard about this. If you were going to do that, being in Jacob's place, how many of the sons would you want to send? All of them. Why? So they can carry a lot. So they can carry a lot? I'm thinking there might be another reason to send all of them. Why They might protect each other, that's true. You know, traveling and more, robbers would be less likely to get them. I'm thinking of something else. I don't know if this was true, but I'm thinking of something else. Makes it for safer for Benjamin back home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good point. I, I'm wondering, I, I don't know, but I would just have guessed maybe that there was some sort of a system for how much you could buy. You know, you, you couldn't just buy unlimited quantities, I would think. I'm guessing if he can, if, if all the brothers could go, obviously then there's a lot of families represented and it might make it, you know, they might be willing to sell more. That's just a guess. Certainly just to carry them back even. <laughs> but 
But I'm, I'm guessing he might have had a reason to want to send as many as possible, even to kind of maybe buy more. I, I don't know. I, Joseph has how many brothers? Eleven. And verse 3 says, how many brothers go? The ten. Well, where's number 11? At home with daddy. How come? Jacob doesn't want anything bad happening to him. Yeah, who's that? Benjamin. Benjamin. Why is Jacob so worried about something happening to Benjamin? He was Rachel's only other child. And from, from Jacob's standpoint, you know, Joseph's dead. This is, the, and what about Rachel herself? Is she still alive? No. Why not? She died having She died having Benjamin. So the only remaining, you know, person from Rachel is Benjamin. And so when Jacob says, y'all, y'all guys go back, you go down there. Not Benjamin. But he's pretty old too. Well, yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be that much younger than Joseph, I don't think. So he's probably in his thirties, at least twenties, but probably thirties. I always envision like a little older boy. Than yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. Don't send the little ten-year-old. Yeah. No. Not that. What What does that tell you right here about Jacob? Doesn't care if mischief. Falls the other ten. <laughs> Don't want any mischief to befall Benjamin. You guys go on down. <laughs> so what's he done with Benjamin? He's the favorite. He's the new Joseph. Right? He's the favorite son. That seems very obvious from this, this situation where they're to go down and buy this grain. You know, the others are expendable, but nothing bad ever can happen to Benjamin. So, they go down. And Joseph is the one they come to. And when they come to Joseph, what do they do? What does that remind you of? They said it wouldn't happen. Sure enough, it did. They bowed down to him. Why don't they recognize Joseph? He's got a beard. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Probably looks a little more clean cut than he usually did, being a king or governor. Well, he's twice as old as he was when they threw him in the pit. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's dead. And he disguised himself. <laughs> That's well, they true, don't too. It says he oh. disguised himself. Yeah. I think the disguising himself may not be so much like a mask or something, but like the way he presented himself. Yeah, his demeanor, not a revealing. Yeah, as if he knows nothing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just the Egyptian official. Think about this, too. I mean, what's he going to look like now? Egyptian. Royalty. Yeah, Egyptian royalty. You know, what he wears, I mean, what he does with his hair or whatever, he's going to look like a typical Egyptian vice pharaoh, I suppose. Not at all what he looked like when he was sent with the care package probably for his brothers back at 17. And would they ever be imagining they were going to see Joseph as the one in charge of giving out the food? As they went into Egypt, they might have been looking for Joseph, but in lo- much lower places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe a skeleton alongside the road or something. Yeah. yeah. Would they yeah. know he was, didn't they sell him to Ishmaelites? 
Well, yeah. But I mean, you know, I think maybe they knew the Ishmaelites were going toward Egypt. But I mean, what are the odds? Well, I mean, you don't know what they really did with him. They have no idea what they did with him. So I'm saying they wouldn't necessarily know he'd be in Egypt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, they know he was going down that direction. But, you know, beyond that, they have no idea. So, I mean, I suspect it never crossed their mind. Well, the other thing is they wouldn't even been speaking the same language. You're exactly right. Yeah. Good point. And so, but Joseph, I don't know, but I'm guessing he was kind of on the watch for them. You know, looking out to see. He probably expected or was hoping, you know, maybe they'd, he'd get in contact with them. Although, wow, when they show up, this is so interesting. You know, he speaks harshly. Where have you come from? He's like, you're spies. I know what you are. You're spies. You're coming to spy out the undefended parts of the country. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're honest men. You know, they tell all about their family background. He says, no, you've come to look at the undefended parts of our land. And, they, and so they go give him a piece of, of family uh, history. And they say, you know, we were, we were in 12. You know, all sons of our father. But we're in 10 here because? Youngest is with our father and the other one is dead. Yes. Who's the youngest with the father? Benji. And who's the one who's dead? <laughs> the one they're talking to. The one they're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Joseph knows what they mean. Yeah. You know, Joseph is, uh, he's using some pretty good interrogation techniques, don't you think? What Bad do you cop. Do what? <laughs> Bad cop. Bad cop, yeah. Make him feel guilty. What's he trying to do here? Scare him. Scare him? Find out about the family. Find out about the family. See if they've changed. He's ultimately trying to see if they've changed. He's trying, in this interrogation, you know, this relentless accusation, this hard demeanor, I think he's trying to break down their, their resistance, trying to unnerve them. And, uh, you know, so, and, and, he, and they're at a terrible disadvantage. You know, Joseph, to them, Joseph is not only all-powerful, but the fact is, he's all-knowing. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's after. And they don't know he does. He knows so much more than they think he knows. It's always, you know, it's always interesting. I mean, every, and it's, everyone once in a while, maybe you're in a situation where you're talking to something, somebody about something that they need to talk about. They need to maybe confess because you know some stuff that they don't know you know. Well, when you know that, you can kind of direct the line of questioning. And if you're careful about it, they don't find out you know but, you know, what you say kind of leads in the direction that, that lets them say what they need to say. I think that's probably what's happened here to some extent. And Joseph still says, you know, you're spies. I'll tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do. If you're really honest, man, well, I, I'm going to keep you here in prison and send one of you back to get the boy. Now, he's later going to change his mind about how he's going to do that. But, but right now, that's what he's saying. He throws them all in prison. Of course, that's just giving them a taste of what he's had to face, you know. Uh, they, they, they went for three days with what he had to face for years being in prison. 
Um, but but all the while, they are speaking to this dead man. <laughs> That's what they thought about him. Comments and thoughts on this. Would they normally have a problem with people coming to spy out the land? Well, because they have so much grain, if somebody decided to come and just take over the place, they'd have the grain themselves. Would that be a problem? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they had much problem with spies, but I'll tell you what. Ten spies traveling together rather conspicuously? <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't strike me as a very logical accusation. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. You know, they're the ones on the defensive. But I don't know. It's always struck me as being kind of like spies, you know. <laughs> what, what would they spy? I don't know. I mean, you know, spy out their defenses, see if they could, you know, take over Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> wow. uh, they're, they're probably unlikely candidates for that role, but... I didn't particularly think that it was a good idea for them to, t to tell that they had another brother that wasn't with them. <laughs> well, but, but, you know, I mean, again, I think Joseph's interrogation sort of breaks them down and... You know, I mean, how did they know what was going to happen? That's you know, they told their father, like, how do we know he was going to ask for <laughs> what yeah. exactly? I mean, they don't know what he's getting at. I mean, I guess at this point, you answer the questions honestly. But he didn't ask about the family. Um, let's see here. He just says, you're spies, you've come to seek out the land. They're like, no, no, we're just, you know, 12 nobodies out in the middle of Canaan. Come to get some food. And like, no, you're spies. Like, well, our father is, yeah. It's like, <laughs> where'd that um, come from? No, look at 43.7. 43.6. Then Israel said, why did you treat me so badly by telling the man whether you had still had another brother? But they said, the man questioned particularly about us and our relatives, saying, is your father still alive? Have you another brother? So he answered his questions. Could we possibly know that he would say, bring your brother down? Mm -hmm. So, I, again, I, you, we're getting kind of an abridged version here. But I think Joseph was leading with questions that would have forced them to reveal these things, or at least would have led them to reveal these things. All right, other comments or questions? I don't understand exactly how this, like, what Joseph's plan is. All right, you want me to tell you? Sure. You know, I never know how to teach this. I don't know whether to teach this, letting you discover what's going on as we go, or let you know where this is headed before we get there. But I'll try teaching this one, letting you know where it's headed before we get there. It's just, it's kind of a, you know... Uh, and, and some of you may know, I think that Joseph has masterminded this all along. I really think that Joseph would like to reveal himself to his brothers and would like to have the family come. He'd like to provide for them. I think he cares about them. But is it safe to do that? Have they really changed? You know... Are, are they the same brothers that sold him into slavery? I think what he does is 
he is going through an elaborate scheme that's going to eventually put them in a position to dump the new Joseph. And we'll see if they will. Have they really changed? But to do that, he's going to have Benjamin down there. Okay. I think he's also going to find out about the family through, through this right. questioning. But I think he develops this plan. And, and obviously, wouldn't it be obvious to him by what they've said that their father has not sent Benjamin? Yeah. He'd know why. I mean, you know, he's starting to think about it. That would make sense. He knows what his father's like. So he's going to, he ends up setting up a scenario that really reveals the brother's attitude toward Benjamin that makes it super easy and super logical for them to get rid of this favorite brother if that's what they wanted to do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting that they said, you know, we're honest people. <laughs> but they've got a history of that, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one thing they're dishonest about in this. Mind <laughs> <laughs> to me right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're right about their family, and they're right about why they came, but they're wrong in describing their own character. They're anything but honest men. Joseph's going to test that. It's like, we'll see how honest you really are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is one of the most amazing stories in the Bible. I mean, once you finally see how all this works itself out, this is just like an incredible story. But, but it's so interesting when one side knows everything and the other side knows nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Joseph knows the whole, it's almost like Joseph's God here. You know, he can do anything he wants to to him, and he's all-knowing, you know, when it comes to their situation. All right, any other comments or questions? All right, well, why don't we uh, stop here then, and, uh, you know, we'll continue in uh, 4218 next Thursday, then not for the next three. What are you doing the second? We have a meeting with Sid Latham.